Welcome to the Illuminated Path podcast. I'm your co-host, Kate. And I'm your co-host, John. We are business and life partners and the founders of New Moon Holistic Life. We created this podcast for those who are feeling stuck and burned out in life, but aren't sure where to start making changes. We're here to guide you on a transformative journey towards holistic well-being and to find the balance and happiness that you seek. Join us as we explore the path to wellness one episode at a time. Medical Disclaimer This podcast is intended for educational purposes only and does not serve as medical advice. Kate and John are not medical professionals. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or prevent any illness. Always consult your physician before making lifestyle changes. Welcome back to the Illuminated Path. This is episode 26. This marks six months of our podcast. Yay! It's a really exciting milestone. Um, What are we talking about? We're talking about how every decision that you make does not have to be permanent. Love that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, How's the week? Good. I don't have too much to update from last week. Um, The day this episode comes out is the day after my birthday. Mm -hmm. So I have my 222 necklace on because my birthday is on 222, which is pretty awesome. Um, and on the day this episode comes out, I'm going for a lymphatic drainage massage, which you gifted me and I'm so grateful for. Yeah. I'm really excited and will definitely update on how that all went. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. amazing. How about you? Uh, so I am 24 hours in to a three day fast. Um, been working with our naturopaths and, uh, you know, kind of discussed this with him and. He was pretty much like, yeah, it's it's a really great way to detox and I've had some symptoms and it'll help my liver and um, my immune system, testosterone, growth hormone, all kinds of stuff. So giving my body a hard reset, you know, once you hit 24 hours, you start to go into autophagy, which is basically your body cleans house like, you know, it'll it'll get rid of infected cells, viruses, bacteria, cancerous cells. So it starts cleaning house. And um, also just did my first coffee enema, which was <laughs> interesting. Um, but basically that helps the liver produce bile and that helps detoxify further. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing a three-day water fast, watering black coffee. Um, and I'm doing a coffee enema each day. And it's it's been an experience and it's still early, but I'm doing good and um, feeling good. So. We'll definitely update on the next episode as well as far as how it went. Yeah. So let's talk about the decisions we make not having to be permanent because I think that this is really important, especially when we talk about entrepreneurs and business owners, because the reality is like we go and make decisions and we're like, oh, I, I can't be this person who does this thing, you know? And like, I, I think about, Gary V, who went to garage sales and, you know, he was, he was just buying stuff at estate sales, garage sales, tag sales, and then he would go and flip it and sell it on eBay. He didn't go, oh, I can't do this forever. I can't, this can't be a permanent thing. Or Ryan Pineda flipped couches before he started building a real estate empire. He bought a storage unit and stored couches. So talk to us about what this means and the importance of it. I think that so many people get stuck at like the decision to try something new or try something different because of the fear 
when in reality, there's so many decisions that you can make that they don't have to be permanent. Yeah. Of course, there are decisions that are permanent, like having a child, but a lot of other decisions that are like big life change events, they don't have to be permanent. I mean, even when we decided to start our businesses and become entrepreneurs, I was like, hey, you know what? If it doesn't work, I can go get a job. Yeah. I don't want to do that, but there's always an option. There's always other options. So it kind of allows you to release some of that fear that like, hey, this doesn't, it's not permanent if it doesn't have to be. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like having a backup plan. It's just understanding like life's always changing. You're always going to be able to like pick something else and go in a different direction or figure something else out. Yeah. And, you know, so if you're feeling stuck somewhere in your life and you're even considering like the thought of making some sort of change, there's a reason for that. Yeah. And I think it's important to listen to that gut feeling you're having about, well, why am I dreaming of something different and something new? So, and if you're not having those thoughts and not considering the possibility of something different, then that's absolutely fine and great too and you're happy where you are and that's amazing right so talk to us about work then because i know a lot of people get caught in this idea of like oh this is my job and i know that we talk a lot about work and and being fulfilled in your career so how how does that play a role here i think we talk about work so much because that's like absolutely where my big turning point was but yeah it's also the biggest thing I hear from other people. It's the biggest thing I talk to about friends, with friends, with family, with clients I've worked with, because work is somewhere that we spend the majority of our time. Right. So you have to love it. You have to feel something towards it, feel some sort of passion. And At if, least that's how I, you know, want to approach it. Yeah, but I feel like, too, if you don't, then that's kind of a... a set up for burnout and not being happy in your job or not liking a job. Yeah. So if you're feeling like stuck in your job and you're not loving it and you're having those feelings of what if I try something different? What if I try a new career field altogether? Like what is the harm in trying? There's absolutely no harm in trying because you can stay at your job until you find a new one. And then if you try the new job, I first advise to, you know, give yourself a set amount of time to actually try it because anything at the very beginning is going to bring up all sorts of feelings of discomfort. Yeah. But hey, if it doesn't work out, maybe you can go back to your old job. Always leave on good terms. Yeah. And if you can't go back to your old job and you don't want to, because again, there's probably a reason you left it in the first place, then you can keep looking for a new job. There's always jobs out there. And there's a big like scarcity mindset around like, I won't be able to find a different job. Yeah. I mean, the world is in motion, like society's moving. There's no shortage of opportunity. Right. People get new jobs every day. People leave jobs every day. Yeah. So if you feel like an inkling to, to do something, to try something, then don't let that fear hold you back. Right. Or, you know, moving to a different state or a different city. Like there, there's so many, you know, if you don't like it, you can move back. Yeah. Is it going to be a simple process? No, absolutely not. But nobody's like requiring you to 
stick to every decision you make. I mean, it's okay to be like, ah, I didn't really like that decision. It doesn't really work for me. It's okay to change your mind after you've decided something. It's and, okay to go back to something previous. It doesn't mean you've failed if you go back to what you you know knew before and realize, okay, maybe it was better. Yeah. And also, you know, there's something I saw a while back that's like, you're allowed to change your mind once you receive new information. It's called being an adult. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to say, you know what? I was wrong. And now I've tried this and I'm good. I mean, isn't it better to know and give it a try than wonder what if? Right. I mean, that's the conversation that we've had so many times on this podcast is like, you got to try stuff. You, you got to live life and be willing to experience things and, and see what things feel like. That's how you're going to find a hobby. That's how you're going to, you know, find a, a discipline in terms of academics in your career. So I think, again, it's always just like keep trying things, you know? Yeah. I mean, when I worked in, you know, marketing agencies, I was ready to leave my old job. Like it was time. And I got a new job and it was a really great place. And I was making more money. It was more well put together. But I was so uncomfortable at the beginning. Yeah. I didn't know anyone. So I was like just nervous, shy. And I had constant thoughts of like, oh my gosh, did I make the wrong decision? I remember crying some days. And, but I had to give it time. I yeah. had to allow for that uncomfortable feeling to pass. And ultimately, you know, I actually talked to my old boss about potentially going back. I was like really considering like, okay, like this was, this was not the move. Mm. But once I really like, you know, sat with the feelings of discomfort and told myself, no, you have to like stick this out for further. Yeah. I mean, that goes back to subconscious and programming and that's why change is uncomfortable. You know, we, our, our subconscious wants us to, it wants life predictable so that it understands that we're safe. And that's why when you're changing anything, it's always going to be uncomfortable. And it's really about, you know, again, remembering like growth doesn't happen in the comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely. Another example that I just kind of wanted to mention, I think you said quickly, but like, especially with like trying new hobbies and finding things that bring you joy. Yeah. Because again, so much of your time is with your job. Like, how are you spending your time recreationally? How are you having fun? You can try things. Yeah. You can buy things. If they don't work out, you can sell them. You can go to trials for things. Well, I want to talk about that too, because I've I've heard of so many people and look, I've done it too, where like you get into things and you're really into it and then you try it and eventually it maybe isn't the same for you. And like people around you shame you for that of like, oh, what's your next big kick? The thing that you're all about now. And I, I think it's like really important to understand that that that's not helping you. Like that, that's just noise. Do what you got to do and try things, figure it out. If you buy things, you end up not using them. Don't be wasteful. Get rid of it. Sell it. Yeah. You know, so it, it's part of the process. But when you find something that you love and that you're passionate about, keep the stuff, keep the stuff that enables you to do it. Yeah. And, you know, if you try something that may kind of make you want to pivot towards something else that you never even thought of initially. Right. 
sometimes people completely change their careers. Yeah. And that's okay too. Even in hobbies, right? Like when I really started lifting weights, that got me into, I love this. I'm going to go try MMA. And I did that for six years. Um, So I think at the core of this is like, obviously try things, but I also want to remember or talk about, you know, there's been a lot of studies on the elderly in their deathbeds and Mm -hmm. like, what do they say? What life lessons do they have? What sort of things do they feel? And the conversation very often is regret. They regret that they didn't try things. They regret that they were so concerned with judgment and what other people were going to think of them. So you know, it's like live life to the fullest and try things because you don't want that moment at the end of your life. Yeah. You will you don't want to have regret and and the what if moments. Right. And just it's hard sometimes, but you have to embrace change and and trying new things cuz you really never know like you could be uncovering the next absolutely most amazing, most fulfilling thing in your life. Yeah, it's always you know, there's a lot of paths that will branch off of your main journey, I guess. Yeah, but you're always allowed to change your mind. And I think that's something that people get caught up on. Yeah. Is like, I made this decision, so I have to stick with it. No, you can most likely change it. If it's not something like that really has to be permanent in your life, you can change your mind. Yeah, absolutely. And if someone, you know, shames you for it, then I guess my question is like, who is that person to you and why are you listening to them? Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by New Moon Apparel. New Moon Apparel is a motivational, zen, and moon-themed clothing line. Shop designs at newmoonapparel.com. So in terms of like really approaching this, right, and finding that change in your life or um, trying something new, what is the role of decision-making there? And like how we make those decisions. We've said it before, and I love to talk about it, is making decisions out of love, not fear. Yeah. There's always going to be fears coming up when you're trying something new. Because like you said, I mean, your subconscious wants comfort. Yeah. It wants predictability because predictability and thinking that you know what's going to happen is safe to your nervous system. It's safe to your subconscious mind. And that's great. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with things being kind of status quo. But if you're feeling an urge to change something, then go after that. Right. Understand that, you know, discomfort might come up, but you're making that decision out of love instead of out of fear. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not this toxic positivity, but it's it's not saying fear is not going to be there. You know, every business venture we've run, we've been like, we're really excited about it. And of course, there's there's fears, there's doubts, there's things that come up, but we don't lead with that. And it's important to understand, like when you're changing something about your life, you don't lead with fear. You make the decision out of love and what you want to experience and feel and who you want to become. Yeah. And that really, you know, also makes me say, like, you have to consider yourself first. Of course, you know, your family has to be involved in the process if you have a family to consider, depending on, you know, the level of change that you're talking about. But you have to like really ask yourself 
first and make decisions for yourself first and understand, you know, this is what I want to do and this is why, and then share that. Yeah, I think that's a big one because a lot of people will be like, oh, I have this idea. And then they go and share it. They share it with their best friend. They share it with their siblings or their parents and or their spouse even. And they do that to make sense of the idea. It's seeking that external validation mm-hmm. of like, oh, do the people around me think this is a good idea? And, I, you know, like there's no shortage of people who kill dreams. But what's, what's the line? Doubt kills more dreams I don't remember the rest of it. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's like people don't believe in themselves. So they they look to others to have that validation in some venture that they're trying to pursue. And very often we don't have, you know, uh, I guess, entrepreneurial spirit in a lot of society. And it's not safe. It's not secure. And so it just gets shut down very quickly. And I think, yeah, like absolutely stressing, you need to figure out what you want to do with that idea and how it feels for you before you go to other people and mention it. And I would also say, be mindful of who you share those things with, because it doesn't need to be everyone. And frankly, you are then involving their energy in the idea. Yeah. Do all of the research, all of, you know, the thinking that you need to do before you present the idea to whoever needs to know. Like, of course, your spouse needs to know if you're making a big change. But, yeah, you know, other people kind of might just bring noise to it. You can tell them after. Yeah. Like, I and, did this. And the other thing, too, is like, just kind of have a way that you're leaning at the very least. You know, like, if it's your spouse, you're, you got you to gotta talk to them. But I, I think there's value in making sense of it yourself first and understanding do I think this is a good idea? And I I feel like I want to do this. Then you go to your spouse and say, Hey, I want to do this. Is this something you can support me in? Yeah. And if they, you know, bring in fear, which they might, depending on again, what it is, if it's a major life decision, but doing that internal work first and really diving deep into it and figuring out your why can allow you to ease their worry, can really tell them like, I really really put thought into this. It's not just like a flying moment that came into my mind. Yeah. It's like I really considered everything about it. And so now I'm sharing it with you and now I can, you know, tell you what my plan is. Yeah. Like it you're running something by that person and it's it's, hey, here's the plan. Can we execute this? Yeah. Um and I think I also wanted to mention there too, like the this concept of the familiar hell versus the unfamiliar uh, familiar health versus unfamiliar heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, I might be comfortable in my job, but I don't like the job, but I don't go do something else just because it's unfamiliar and I'm afraid of change. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really being able to push yourself to try something and, and see if it is the thing for you. See if it was literally the best decision that you almost didn't make. Yeah. And, you know, Especially like we're the age we are at and, you know, all of my 20s, there was so much like growing into who I was and who I was going to become. And I am not the person at all that I thought I was going to be, you know, after high school, after college, even like 
a few years after college into adulthood into owning my own home, I changed a lot. And, you know, that changed a lot of things around me, a lot of people that were in my life around me, but I was still getting to know myself. And so if you settle into like, this is who I am, this is the decision that past me made, so I have to stick with it, then you're not really getting to know yourself and allowing yourself to explore possibilities that, you know, your mind has these thoughts and these imaginations for a reason. Yeah. And that makes me think about, um, you know, don't continue making a mistake just because you spent a long time making it. You know, if it's not working, you also have to have the ability to tell yourself and to admit that to yourself. Because I, I think there's a level of like denial that people live in and they don't change and, you know, they're not able to say this was a mistake. I want to do something else. Yeah. I mean, relationships, friendships, yeah. jobs, especially career altogether, like going into a completely different field. I'm yeah. in a completely different field. I'm a holistic life coach and I went to school for communications and advertising. Yeah. I mean, they go together a little bit and we ran the marketing agency and I was like, this isn't fulfilling anymore. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I was doing advertising and search engine optimization and it just wasn't, um, and and, you know, it, it was fun to get results, (laughs) but at the same time I have to look at it and be like, this isn't what I want to do forever. So I, I think to that point, you can't predict who you become. You can only make a decision about what version of you you want to head toward. Yeah. For me, it was music. I think that when you go into college and it's like that's the time where you're supposed to be picking your next 40 years if you're going to just, you know, kind of go to college and and get a stable job. And if that's your path, that's totally fine. But like you don't know at that time, you know, a lot of like the majors and stuff that you could go into, you don't even learn about them in high school. So you're just like, okay, I think I want to be in medical. Yeah. And then you hate it. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's a really good point is we tend to pick what our life is going to become at a very young age. And a lot of people do not ever reassess and admit or look at and, you know, take inventory on the situation and how their life is unfolding. Yeah. Especially because like you made the decision to get your major in something and that's a lot of money put towards college. Yeah. So that's also in the back of people's minds and people who have student loans. And then it's like, I'm going to take on something new and I haven't even finished paying off my old, you know, endeavor. Yeah. And we're not saying it's simple, but we are saying you should prioritize what's going to be meaningful for you. Yeah. Prioritize what you really desire and lean into that, like lean into your intuition and lean into your heart and know like okay this is this is right yeah anything else no i think that's it i feel like that was just like it was right it went well yeah all right uh we do have our master class coming up yes in a few days so if you haven't signed up uh monday february 26th at 6 30 p.m easter time i'm putting on our very first master class, um, all about breathwork and self-talk. It'll be like 30, 45 minute master class. Um, 
So I highly recommend. It's all about teaching you how you can use breath work in your daily life. Take five, not even 10 minutes to incorporate an amazing practice that can have so many amazing benefits for you. And anybody has five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. So go to newmoonholisticlife.com slash breathe to sign up. It's super quick to sign up. If you can't make it live, sign up anyways, because we'll send you the replay after. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by New Moon Apparel. That is our Zen motivation and moon-themed clothing line. You can shop designs at newmoonapparel.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you.